to the people out there listening. How could the show be bad? Just enjoy it live from the spider room. The Internet Hotel Dropkick will be three young chucklers. I give that the space thumb of approval. Oh, God damn it. I set a standard as the sexiest host <laughs> of this show. You have no idea how hard it is to find headphones that are big enough to fit around my top hat. Idiot. You idiot. 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 You idiot. Too good. No, not good. Podcasturbation. You call it a tie, but I call it a cravat. I hate the world. I am a sociopath. <laughs> Come on, let's be honest. This is about me. You can get like 20 ducks at a time in the mail. This is like my worst nightmare. What is happening here? What is happening here? What is happening here? Hello and welcome to How Could This Show Be Bad? Uh, hey, I am your ever-present <laughs> host, Mike Linden. Wait, were you trying to make my noise seem more like part of the opening or something? What was Your it? noise, co-host Dan Linden. Hey! Hi! <laughs> and of course, co-host Steven is over there. On I already the other said side. hey. Yeah. I already said hey. I yeah, he said hey before you. Like, you could infer that you said Dan's name, and then he made a sound, and then there was another sound, and then you said my name, so... Yeah, I felt like it worked out pretty well. Yeah, our audience aren't idiots, Mike. You don't have to baby spoon feed them. Wait, whose side am I on? Baby spoon. Hmm. Whose I, side am I on here? I, I, like, I, I think I both. I think I called you both stupid right before this. I have to pick one. Uh oh, flip a coin. Shouldn't you just be on whoever side is berating the most? That's true. Yeah, Mike. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> We're going. You burnt. The, we're doing huh? we're doing an episode without without the safety net of a <gasps> guest tonight. Oh man, it's all us guys. It's I all don't on work us. with wires. What? It's a circus term. It's, was, you would know if you spent any time. With oh, wires under the big top. Wires wasn't a nickname for Chad Martin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we called him wires. Yeah, <laughs> because of his because of his handiness at fashioning small improvised explosive <laughs> devices. <laughs> right. Uh, mentioning Chad Martin, we are recording this the week after we recorded our Chad Martin episode. Who knows when this p- particular episode will go up? It's, it's sort of timeless. It's yeah. like, uh, it's the best of Larry. Uh. <laughs> I don't know why everybody, I love... Everybody check out the Larry Sanders show. <laughs> I believe it's on Netflix streaming. I don't know why I love the Larry Sanders show so much. I mean, I do know, but like, uh. I just keep bringing it up. <laughs> I can't, I can't not, I... Just love Rip Torn so much. It's hard not to, although he's a uh, he's not as exciting uh, in his later like in his later rock. getting drunk and robbing <laughs> bank like roles. Yeah. Well, no, like I love that. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> like in like in Thirty Rock, like I feel like some of his power had gone away. That's true. He had yeah he had donated considerable amounts of his power to grapefruit juice and vodka yeah. by that point. And, you know, maybe that's why they cast him, because he's supposed to be, like, a dying right. power player. Yeah, no, I think it was excellent casting. So, if you're listening, executive producers of 30 Rock, <laughs> good work. Good on you. Hey, Tina Fey, thumbs up. Hey, Tina! I know that's what you were waiting for, Tina. You finally got you the now, recognition you You may now desired. die happy. That's uh-huh. right. Sorry, everybody else that works on that show. <laughs> you're out of a job. I know that, like... Years from now, they'll be like, that goddamn podcast finally gave her the <laughs> kudos she was looking for. Do you know she cried the night she received the Mark Twain Award? <laughs> she just... It wasn't what she wanted. 
Yeah, it was. Oh, so you're saying we're better than the Martinis? Yeah, it wasn't, yes. it wasn't tears of joy. Point. He was suggesting that she was sad. He did it poorly. It was poorly executed. Dan. Yeah, it was poorly oh, executed. Oh, I don't like this. Can, <laughs> we, can we talk about the weird prop work you seem to be doing for an audio <laughs> show? What are you talking about? They, for the listeners at home, there appears to be some sort of foam weapon sheathed, and I use that it's word. It's a sword. Lightly. Sheathed in the back of his Batman paint, t-shirt. Paint a, paint a word picture, Dan. It's a sword. It's a foam sword. Well, look. I, the hilt is yellow. And oh, the he's taking is it out. Oh, God. Good God. Oh, it's a scimitar of Aggressive. sorts. Yeah. It's, uh, it's clearly a magical scimitar because uh, the blade is colored purple. Right. And so, foam. So well, are sure. you, were you pretending to be Batman fighting <laughs> Ra's al Ghul in his home turf? Is that what's happening? <laughs> no, it's just like... Is that how that's pronounced? Yes. Ra's al Ghul? I found is that, that Raj, out. How did Raj? you find that out? Well, first, because one of the writers of the Batman comic complained about it. He's like, people have been saying it wrong for years. And... The voice actors in Arkham City apparently listened to that writer because all they're constantly pronouncing his Which name. Which came first, you listening to the writer or you listening to them pronouncing it in Arkham City? Well, the writer said it years ago when he was writing a story about that. You character. listening to it. Okay, fine. I read <laughs> him say that in life somewhere. Uh-huh. But then they. But would, you read it, so you didn't hear how it was pronounced. But there was the nice. People keep uh, saying Raj Al Ghul, but it's supposed to be Raj Al Ghul. <laughs> no, they had the the nice, you know, uh, uh, the IPA. Uh, yeah, whatever. International phonetic alphabet. The point is, is apparently proper Arabic pronunciation. It is Rish. I see. Do you get to decide that if you're a comic book writer? Like, do you get to de- like you've written words? Right. Like, you don't get to decide how they're pronounced. Well, hmm. Right? Well, I mean, if you've written the, if it's like a specific like language that you're writing. But in. no, like if you're writing like if you're writing like onomatopoetic stuff in little like jagged bubbles or whatever. Yeah. Uh, like in like, fairness, how did I don't I never read like the original appearance of Ray Shal Ghoul. <laughs> uh-huh. Did Batman like, hear his name first or read it first? <laughs> I guess I don't know. Is it possible that, ba- or you're saying it's possible that Batman has been pronouncing it wrong for <laughs> yes. years? So it's not really like our maybe fault. Maybe everyone just, in Gotham City pronounces it wrong. We just, took our, cool. we just took our cues from the titular character. Right. What did you expect us to do? Exactly. Right. <laughs> maybe. Maybe that's, maybe he, maybe. It's like maybe his given name is <laughs> Rachel Ghoul. Right. But like, his, uh,. Like his supervillain name in Gotham City is Ross Al Ghul. Oh, there you go. I see. That's his secret identity. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but no, like if you're, but if you're writing like you know little onomatopoetic bubbles, yeah. and it says "kerkraken," right? You know, and like, does the comic book writer really get to be like, no, that's supposed to be pronounced "kerkrakran"? Well, I think he was. I don't think he was saying like I decided these words pronounced. I think he was saying this is how Arabic works. Uh-huh. I think that was his argument. It was like this is a real language. And I this- don't know. All right, <laughs> I don't buy it. The, the whole Arabic is, is a real language I thing. I have this sword. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> you do have a sword. Is there a reason for the sword? Well, basically, we're going, like I said, we're going with Sans Guest. Sans. Sans. We're going Sans. <laughs> Sans. <laughs> uh, I, I also don't have my phone on me, which fun. just makes me feel naked. Uh, Telly. They are fun. Mm. Uh, this is where we differ, Dan. Okay. Telly. Fine. <laughs> You, you really focus on one aspect of the phone. Yeah. Right. And not the phone part. Yeah, correct. Which also the makers of most of these phones seem to do also. Correct. What I feel like I feel like I'm The I'm smarter on... your phone gets, the shittier it is at being a phone. Oh. Yeah. That's I feel like I'm experience. on trend here. Yeah. 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 
My phone has lasers. Cool. What? Just lasers. What are you talking about? It, it, you you could barely make out the person on the other end of the line if you're talking to someone, but it has lasers. Are we talking like deadly lasers or no, like... no, no, the kind that can turn turn the channel on the TV? Oh, uh. <laughs> but that, lasers—that's pretty good, I guess. Yeah, like that's useful, right? <laughs> and it might just be infrared light, not yeah, necessarily. Yeah, I, I was gonna say. <laughs> okay, so here, laser is just focused light, right? Yeah. So can you have non-visible lasers? Can you have like oh, yeah, infrared sure. or yeah. like yes, ultraviolet yes, lasers? Yes. Yeah, I think. But I think that was actually that was one of the most disappointing points in my childhood when I realized that in reality. Most lasers are invisible. <laughs> is that true? <laughs> like, usually only the point that they're hitting. Like, you can see the yeah. point they're hitting a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. But in terms of, like, the actual, like, beam, you know? No, no, I'm fine with that. I'm just saying is, like, can you get below the visible light spectrum and still create a laser? I would think yeah. so. Um, I'm sure they're, like, UV. Yeah, that would be above the visible light well, spectrum. Either way. <laughs> Infrared below. I know. But I think, I think if you're... I think a laser remote would be the shittiest remote because you would have to aim it precisely. At that receptor thingy. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. It's like a laser pointer that just changes the channel <laughs> right. or does whatever. Come on, yeah. damn it. Like, it's like just if you – like I guess if you if you got it in like light gun form, you could be like training yourself for your sharpshooter qualities right. oh, every time thought. you want to watch TV. Just like to keep your hand steady and yeah. shit. Yeah, that's a good thought. <laughs> and for when and for when all uh, and gl- you can global also... conflicts convert to laser tag yeah. battles. And yeah. you can have a gyroscope. Oh, I am anxiously awaating that day, my friend. <laughs> and you can have a gyroscope in it as well so that it only works if you quick draw and <laughs> shoot oh, your target. Like a velocirometer or whatever, yeah. accelerometer and so, a gyroscope. So you have to... So you have to... <laughs> Get a crack shot on your like television in, in order, order to in order to sit back and relax. That sucks because I'm gonna get I'm gonna get drunk and just a little bit shaky, like even just a little buzzed and a little bit shaky, and I ended up being stuck watching the 700 Club <laughs> all night. Yeah, but then you're learning. Doc incredible. Holiday could change the channel. Drunk off his ass, but he shoots with this hand. <laughs> That worked well on the audio only show, right? Well, you didn't do the handshaking <laughs> thing. So Shut up! They didn't out. know that. <laughs> no, you, you, you ruined it. You, that was a great bit until you ruined it. Yeah, you, you, you just... son of a bitch! Wow. Well, we've covered our opener. Wow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Running. Do we have to determine why you had the sword? No. Because I wanted, I wanted just, just the extra. It's basically like it's like a it's, it's like, like a, a teddy bear. Like a, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Except it's a sword, which is way better than a tiny bear. Because you would be fondling and stroking the blade of the guest if the guest were here right now. Hey, oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, oh, robot is back. Hey, oh. <laughs> Special guest cameo. What do you think? Yeah, a sword would be better than a tiny bear. For what? For oh, like weapon. I don't know what well, kind of bear. Yeah, like what kind of like how tiny of a bear? Like teddy bear size. Like like like, a, like, like a, one that you can just hold in your hand. Like a like a, but like an actual bear, not a teddy bear. Yeah, like, like a if you bear. had a living bear that was teddy bear size. Yeah. I don't know, dude. If it's koalas can get brutal. So yeah. if it's like koala, because if you threw like if you threw a koala, well, I'm thinking like a grizzly bear the size of a teddy bear, like a cub. 
No, like one that's... Is it just like, shrunk down? Like it just happens to be that small? It's not like baby soft yeah, it's and just, stupid? It's, it's fully proportional. Okay. But just, oh no, bear then. Always the bear. Yeah, because it still has that level of aggression where like if it'll you, latch on. Yeah, you throw a bear, it mauls on its own. Yeah. Yeah, but Have like, you ever thrown a bear at somebody? But that's the thing. If you have to fight multiple opponents, you're going to be better off with that sword. Depends on how well the bear is trained. It's true. That's like no. That's a good point. Well, I don't know because I I feel like the sword's gonna you're gonna have reach with the sword. The bear <laughs> to have reach, you have to throw the bear. Okay, so how about so you're saying the ideal situation? <laughs> like essentially, you should have you should have your sword at your side, and then the bear is like in the place of your dagger. Right. Exactly. That's what I was yeah. gonna ask. Like, do you want him like hanging off your belt, like roped? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but if like if you just like if you throw the bear and he's like mauling someone's face off, mm-hmm. but then someone else attacks you. Whoa, whoa! Like literally, <laughs> literally right, face off. <laughs> yeah, and he's mauling someone's face off, and then someone else attacks you. Like, if the bear is like dumb and doesn't listen, then yeah, it's not that much use against multiple opponents. Uh-huh. But if you could say, if, if you could say, Junior, attack, and then point, and then your bear, who I've named Junior, uh-huh. will like go attack another person. I really hate that name for a bear. I know. I I instantly <laughs> regretted it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, let's think of better bear names. All right, we're going to take a break and brainstorm bear names. <laughs> tiny bear. Tiny, tiny bear names. Tiny personal attack bear right. names. It was side bear. Throwing bears. Your side bear. My side yeah, bear. Your <laughs> throwing bear. This is a standard throwing bear. <laughs> and we'll be right back on how the show be bad. Cause I never dug disco Welcome back to How Could This Show Be Bad Where Crumbly Is Not A Color What? That's not gonna mean anything to anybody <laughs> That's true but just let it be known across the spectrum of the universe that Stephen was wrong when he said it's going to turn your head ridiculous colors when you wear your headphones like a visor. <laughs> no one is going to know what you're talking about. <laughs> Everyone knows what it means to wear your headphones like a visor. The band that's supposed to go on the top of your head goes across your eyes right. and it looks that. super cool. All right. I'm, I'm out of here. What? I'm done. I can't. I can't talk Again? about it. Again? What? Right. Sorry. Gotta go. You son what? of a dick. Oh, my. What, what a, a fucking crybaby. Oh, hold on. Hold on. I forgot, my, I forgot my sunglasses. I forgot my sunglasses. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go now. Okay, bye. <laughs> Have fun with your dumb podcast about visors and crumbles. You're still a dick. Okay. Okay, I'm walking away. Here I go. He okay. Have fun leaving after you scrabbled at a table for your sunglasses. <laughs> That were actually on the table. You could have actually picked up the sunglasses. <laughs> I can't hear you. I'm walking away. He didn't even get to hear my bear names. Oh yeah. Did you? Did you what? Did you decide on a good bear name? I like Chuck. Chuck. Yeah. For a throwing bear. Yeah. That's, uh, right. Kind of. That's kind of clever. Um, uh, also, Terrence. <laughs> because it sounded like you had some like. 
some like attachment to that name. Ter- no, I'm just saying like because like because then the bear could like have like a little vest with like a pocket watch in the pocket of his vest and like <laughs> a top hat and a cravat. And you would never know that he was just like face deadly. Oh, see, I, I, it's like so people think that he's like your helper bear. Yeah, oh, that's adorable. Look at the Build a Bear workshop. <laughs> What's his name? Terrence. Terrence attack. <laughs> and then Terrence attacks, and he's deadly. What the? Hello. Uh, well, uh, Hello. Hey, hey, there he is. Uh, There's my guy. Hey, 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 how are you doing? Do a, how are you, sir? How are you? I'm a. Uh, do we hello? know you? Uh, what? Hey, we we met at the show last night. I said, you know, you're you're a good guy. You got that great material. Oh, oh, right. Yeah. Hi. Right, how you doing, uh, Marty? Marty Jiggerman. How are you? Good to meet you. Wow, that's a name. <laughs> pardon, pardon me. That's a name, Marty. Marty. Yeah, we we met. Uh, he he came to. Here, let me let me give you my card, young man. I'm an I'm an entertainment uh, representative. I manage. Uh, I could some I could, of the top talent. I could tell by your green plaid suit. Yes. Well, you know, uh, you got to dress for success these days, right? You're a talent manager. Oh yeah, I've I've done some I've done some great work, and you know I. You didn't s- mention this last night. Well, is you it, know I. I uh, yeah, is this the guy you thought was trying to fuck you? Well, I. I, mean, I, I hey, come I, on, I, fellas! I don't. I don't. I mean, you know, I've been in. I've like, been in the business for a long people, time. I'm sure but, we're trying to. Fuck oh, me. I get it. No, you know, I just. Uh, I. Uh, I was. I told my friend Ben. And ben, I was like, hey, looking for some new acts. Like, oh boy, this Max Lindstein over at the pizza joint. He's really. Uh, he's really mm. something. So I thought I'd come down and, boy, you know, you you got some good jokes. You got a good, good patter with the audience. I think we could really make something happen. What do you say? Well, first of all, and like you seem like kind of like an. Old timey, yeah. This talent is... manager. So I hope that this isn't a deal breaker. But my name isn't Max Lindstein. It's Mike Linden. What? What now? <laughs> well, I'm... my name is Mike Linden. Mike Linden. Linden. Yeah, yeah. Uh... Uh, you know, okay, yeah, we can work with that. That's fine. I don't. Is that Jewish enough for comedy? Listen, <laughs> I've got connections all over. There's a couple of clubs that you probably can't hit. You need a couple of years to build up your act. But I think we can swing this. I think that's okay. That's okay. Listen, buddy, kiddo, uh-huh. you've got the goods. I'm telling you. We oh, can do well, thank this. thank you. That, I <laughs> certainly me, like hearing let that. Me, let me rephrase that. Is that Jewish enough for comedy in apparently the late 50s? Hey, I am just, uh, you know, I've got, I've got experience. I've got... Uh, I've got connections because of my... I happen to be an older gentleman, sure. Maybe I'm a little out of touch. But listen, I think share this with kid... Us, share with us who some of your other clients are. Oh, geez. Well, uh, let's see. I had uh, I had Baby Jerry back in... Um, Baby Jerry. Back in 57. You know, he was in the, uh, he was in the Smile Time Diaper account, uh, commercials for a good two, three years. It was, you know, it was a real... Uh, I bought my house off Smile Time Diapers and Baby Jerry. I mean, I tell you, I. So I've wait, got what, a, are you are you scouting for talent for like commercials then? Hey, or what? hey, listen, sky's the limit, okay, Max? The sky it's Mike. is the goddamn limit. Uh, I'd go with Max too. That's a Max is a cooler. A name. Much stronger is this name, uh, yeah. is this like is this your writing partner? Does this guy write your jokes for you? How are you? Very good. Well, I liked some uh, of your stuff last night. Really got that pizza place giggling. 
I, I I write my own material. Oh, perfect. That's a, that's great. Then hey, then it's only a fifty-fifty. You know what I'm saying? Whoa, what? <laughs> <laughs> I I was under the impression that like the standard was like ten percent. Well, you know, we could talk numbers later. Listen, let's just let's sit down. We'll 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 figure out. You know, we'll figure out the 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 the, the numbers. We'll 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 throw you up in front of a throw you up in front of some some, some talent. You know, we'll get a good opener, somebody to kind of get the crowd going for your style of, uh, you know, joke telling. Uh, and yeah. we'll just we'll just ride that train all the way to Hollywood, baby. <laughs> huh? What do you say? Is that the is that where you want to be if you're telling jokes? I have to confess ignorance of the late 1950s comedy game, <laughs> but wait, wait, are we? Okay, I know that you haven't actually said anything about time travel, but are we time traveling to like the 1950s? Don't, I don't to... believe that there's any time travel involved. I simply believe that uh, this fancy gentleman here is, well, slight, very much. is slightly Jeez, outdated. I, I didn't even steam this before I put it on today. I think, I think he's just slightly outdated. He might be a little out of his element. Look, fellas, I can tell you right now, uh-huh. you come with me, you work with me, you will be a feature. You will be a headliner. You will be in commercials. You will do television. You will do film. You will do whatever else is happening nowadays. Something on the internet, I guess, right? What is, yeah, what else is happening? Like, after, after, you know, stand-up and commercials and television and film, what's, what's left? Radio? Well, I mean... The, the amazing pinnacle of podcasting? <laughs> oh, boy. You know, I've heard this podcasting thing's really blowing up. I don't quite understand it, but I I, I understand it's kind of a, it's kind of a new thing for for young jokesters like yourself. Am I right? Well, yeah. I mean, it, you've actually stumbled into our podcast. You're we're currently recording you on what? our podcast what? right now. Oh, you're kidding me! Oh, geez. yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna need you to sign a waiver. Oh, sure. I yeah. Well, uh, you know, I I had to say, what, what did you think you were doing when you picked up that microphone <laughs> when you walked in here? Well, gosh, I I don't know. I thought maybe. Uh, you know, maybe you guys just couldn't hear very well. You had your headphones on. I thought maybe this is, uh, you know, this is how you guys communicate. What if we had been code breaking for for like the U.S. Army with our headphones and our microphones and our computer equipment? What if we were wind talkers? That's that's more what I was saying. Exactly what I was saying. Really, yeah. Yeah, but you like, used a shittier name for it. Fine. Well, hey, listen. We like, would you uh, we, you would have been just as comfortable interrupting that? Listen, our you- boys could have died over there. Look, if you guys, if you guys wanna, if you guys have got some, uh, you know, some of that Navajo blood in you, I mean, we could get some. We could go on the casino circuit. I mean, I think we could really uh, get things going here. Is that how uh, that works? Do you have to? Do you have to have specifically Navajo blood to do stand up in a casino? Well, that's and not does was... that mean that Jay Leno is a full blown Navajo Indian? Oh, does, that guy. Does that what determines like success? In- Ultimately, in stand-up, the, is, is how the, Navajo you are. <laughs> yeah, how I Jewish have. your name is, and how <laughs> Navajo you are. Listen, yeah, I had Leno under my tutelage for a good solid six weeks, <laughs> and I can tell you that everything he's doing up there, the headlines, the 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 giggling, it was all me. It was all me. Okay. Wow. Do I get one red cent? No. No, I do not. Wow. You seem to be specifically racist towards American Indians. <laughs> hey, listen. <laughs> I'm o- No. Come on, fellas. I'm open to everybody, okay? I just, uh, you know, it's just a figure of speech, right? 
Well, yes. Yeah. Jesus, I mean, is this uh, what is this this radio mic? Is this going out live? Am I? Are people going to think that Marty Jigaman is some kind of <laughs> prejudice, well, gentlemen? Well, you know, you make a product and you send it out into the world, and you don't have any control about how people interpret what you've made. That's true. That's that's absolutely true. Well, let um, me just uh, or let... any control over whether or not anyone listens to it. Well, hey, with if you. You and me team up. We'll get this podcast. We'll get this podcast on television. We'll get this podcast in movies. We'll get this podcast in commercials. You and me, baby. You so and wait, me. We wait, can do we're this. selling the podcast. Does that mean I get a cut? Uh, but I, I don't really understand how a, how we get a podcast in a. Listen, bunch shut of, up, dude. Listen. Don't talk me out of my payday. Listen, Max. I've been in this business for a long time. Let me, give, my, you, let me give you some advice. You cut, again, you cut those. You cut those hangers on as quick as you can, because next thing you know, they're knocking on your door, saying like, "Oh, I did this. I was responsible for that. I should get forty percent of your fifty percent." <laughs> Is that twenty like, percent or? Again, I, I don't. Well, think we that could those... oh, again. We could talk about the numbers later. I mean, with, let's just you know, we'll go back to my office. Uh, we'll we'll look over some contracts. You know, we can discuss what uh what sort of circuits you're looking for. What kind this of sounds entertainment? Like classic shyster. Uh... Whoa, 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 whoa! Hey, hey, come on, come on, Max. We're friends. Again, it, it, it's Mike. It's Mike, not Max. Mike Lindstein. I'm sorry. Very uh, good. <laughs> this is not working well for you. You're, who knows what Marquis are going to say when he obviously and immediately makes good on his promise to put your name up on Marquis? <laughs> so what 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 venues are you working with? Like huh? what, what what venues? Did you, you nod p- off there? <laughs> Sorry, I uh, you know I had to I had to take some uh, I take some aspirin pretty regularly nowadays. You know keeps the keeps the system. Uh, <clears throat> I got a lot of inflammation. Are you, are you trying to say that? Aspirin gives you a foggy head or something. I don't. I didn't really catch what the connection there was. Well, I I take several pills at a time, so I I couldn't really speak. I'm sorry. I was trying to verbalize with several uh, capsules in my mouth that I really should have just swallowed before. And I'm sorry that wasn't professional. But listen, that's never going to happen again. I will always swallow my pills before we talk, mm. and then you and I can just talk business. That is a weird promise to extract from someone. (laughs) Yeah. I I guess I probably won't get that with many other. Uh, yeah, it's a, it is a unique feature. Yeah. See if you can make him promise never to put ketchup on French fries. Uh, hey, fellas, listen. Whatever you want on your fries, I can get you French fries. I can get you curly fries. I can get you those crinkle cut ones to get from the freezer. Whatever you want, whatever you need backstage. What about polenta fries? Yeah, we had polenta fries last night. They were phenomenal. Pol- Pardon me. It's like it, you know, you know, take like some polenta, and then you make it in fry form and then deep fry it, and uh, oh, and then maize, it, like the Indians. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a weird American Indian hang up. Yeah, why are you so obsessed with uh, Native Americans? All right, can I can I tell you something, fellas? Oh yeah, we did, we chose to diverge on what we're calling them. You and I. <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, what we're calling those people. We. Look, we agreed to disagree on that years ago. It's true. And we asked the we asked the local tribes, the local tribal organizations. Mm-hmm. They said they had no preference, so we continued to uh to just call them 
Look, you wanted. You're really like we agreed never to discuss this again. We spent 3 years fighting about it's this. true. We lost so much time. Why are you trying to dredge up old history? It's this guy. This guy. He's driving a wedge between us. Hey, Can't hey, you see hey, that? Hey, listen. Uh, he's driving an American Indian wedge between Look, us. Fellas, listen. This is just uh-huh. business. This is just business. Do you not an bring American wedge. Do not yes, bring your friendships. Oh, oh did I just win? Oh, so many years. Look, I finally succeeded. Hold on. All I'm saying is that it's going to take both of us <laughs> to vanquish the old-timey talent agent. We gotta, we gotta I don't get know. The, I feel like he's already working for me. We gotta I, get on the same oh, side. I've here. been working for you. I've been working for you from day one, buddy. Oh man! Listen, I <laughs> I see how this. Is I went be. into that. <laughs> I went into that pizza joint. I went around from table to table. It's like, hey, stick around. That Max Lindstein's really gonna make you laugh. He's really gonna get your funny bone going. Like, again, like you, like I appreciate you helping me win this fight over the whole American Indian Native American thing, but it would be nice if my representation knew my name. Okay, okay, I understand. Look, we've, we're still working some kinks out, you know, we're still getting to know each other, okay? Uh-huh. But I think, once we get past this name thing, once we drop the dead weight of your friend over there, I think we can really make totally something. I'm totally on board. Okay. Uh, you, guys, you guys know I'm still wearing headphones, right? Oh, Jesus, oh, is that how these podcasts work? <laughs> I forgot that it doesn't matter whether visor is up or down. <laughs> yeah, it, I, I can still hear you. Hey, man. This is not working well for me. No, you're 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 kind of uh All right, listen, I'll try to get rid of him. All right. Hey, buddy, what's your name again? I'm sorry. What's your name? Marty Jiggerman. Hello. Good to meet you. You've introduced yourself like seven times. Okay, well, you know, uh, uh first time, seventh time, whatever it takes. I got to get my name out there, you know? And I'll get your name out there too. Your name is spe- Oh, that was is, a pretty good pitch. Your was- name is suspiciously like a a common nickname or uh nom de plume for the rapper Jay-Z. Sean? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I uh, I represented I represented Sean Carter for a good uh, seven months. Wow. Back in... Uh, like ten, have, ten times very... as long as Jay Leno. <laughs> yeah, you, you seem like you have uh, kind of short-term periods well, of representation. Listen, listen, I said to Sean, I said, Sean, baby, the Smile Time diapers, they want you. <laughs> they, but he said he wanted to focus on his... Music, and I put that word in quotes. I don't understand it. Apparently, it's very popular these days. But he said he'd rather focus on, you know, talking about having cars and so women wait, wait, wait. instead You're... of making serious, steady money advertising children's diapers. <laughs> you were trying to convince Jay Z to abandon rap music. In order to do well, no, not a diaper commercial. No, not a band. And, you know, I mean, his career hadn't really taken off yet. He was still kind of finding his way. And somebody said, you know. Oh, what j- year was this? Oh, I think, uh, oh, geez, probably 88, maybe. <laughs> I think he was, I think he was like 14. Well, there you go. <laughs> See, that was the, that was the whole pitch. Like the people at Smile Time said to me, Marty. Why did they want? Marty, we're looking for a, for a young man. You know, a young teenage black man well, uh, to dress up like a baby, and what, that, that was the whole that was the whole theme of the commercials. We'd have a we'd have a giant black baby, right? And they said, <laughs> "I think you're Sean," because they'd seen the pictures. Because I will send your headshots to every agency, every talent manager in town every day. 
every day. Do you hear me? I am working for you. Did you get the did you get this uh commercial proposal to the Wayans brothers at any point? Oh jeez, they they haven't taken my calls since uh they, since, uh, 80, 86. If so, you should sue them. They made an entire movie out of that. Yeah. Are you kidding me? No. Black that was a baby? couple years ago. Yeah. That was the movie. Well, that's not I don't think that's what they called it. I think uh, no, I think they called The Wayans Brothers Present Big Black Baby. I think that's what it was called. This is so typical. I I get my clients and they walk away with some I'm trying to help them. I'm trying to send them to the top with my brilliant ideas and they just walk away from me. Can I tell you something? When I was representing Sean, let me tell you, I was having a, it was raining outside. I was having, you know, kind of a Kind of a rough patch, you know. Some clients were dropping out, you know, after the first four, six, seven months. Uh-huh. But then this lady, this fine lady that I've been seeing for the last four years made me just this delicious, delicious BLT sandwich. Uh-huh. It just brightened up my day. And I said, I had, a, I had a meeting with Sean. I said, I tell you, Sean, I got. <laughs> I don't think the sandwich was integral to the story. <laughs> I told him, I said, Sean, I tell you, I got. 98, 99 or so problems, but a lady, my friend, she is not one of those problems. And lo and behold, years later, I hear he's taking my idea. That was my catchphrase for the entire time that I was with that your, woman. Your catchphrase was, I've got 98 or 99 <laughs> problems, but Sean, my friend, a lady for, is not one of those for problems. For four years, you couldn't determine whether that last one was a problem or not? <laughs> well, Listen, fellas, I'm just the manager. Who's waiting you're, for test results? Listen, <laughs> you got to get the biopsies back. For four years, <laughs> the lab is backed up. Look, back in the back in the '80s, I mean, those you know those cancer screenings, they were not quite as advanced as they are today. Oh wow, you went to a dark place with that. Yeah. Well, you know, you uh, you brought you opened the door, my friend. So let's. I take it by the fact that you're still hale and hearty now that uh, it wasn't it wasn't a problem. So oh, you they, only had 98. They they tore they tore my prostate out like a. You know. Oh, so you like like something that gets torn out? <laughs> you well, or, or would it have been like something that tears something out? Which thing was? Okay. Which thing were you going okay. to have the target again, of your fellas, simile? Again, fellas, I'm not the writer here. Okay, I'm just here to manage the talent. All right, I my way with words can only get so far. Then I present it to you, uh-huh. the talent. You spin it into gold. You and I make a little gold, if you know what I'm saying. Fifty-fifty. Oh, there we go. Uh, we're gonna have to talk, well, we'll about, talk those about numbers. It. We'll talk about it. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. sure, sure, sure. Um, but hey, you know, we can, uh, let's, let's figure out, uh, let, what's your demo on this podcast? I mean, what, what sort of audience are you guys going for? Like I could, I could start making calls. We could get this going out now. Uh, mostly Chinese robots. Chinese robots. Oh, Chinese geez. robots. That's going to be tough. Um, they're, they're you a- don't have a lot of pull with the Chinese robot demographic? Well, they're uh, a tough audience, but it makes it all the more rewarding when they respond. Sure. I mean, I, uh, whew, I had kind of a. All right, I am not allowed in that country anymore. What? Yeah, I was really trying to get myself to to you know to get face to face with Mister Jacqueline Chan, uh, and they had we had a bit of an altercation at I the. Don't uh, think that's Jackie Chan's full first name. <laughs> Beijing Airport, and well, long story short, uh, I. Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm not even allowed in, in their airspace anymore. Did you just start Wait, to say what? the word killed before you, uh... Pardon, pardon me? Nothing. Maybe, maybe like, I zoned out for a second or something, but I kind of don't feel... I've, I feel like you just sort of, like, grazed over the actual content of the story there. Like, what... Excuse me? 
So you went, you went to, you flew into Beijing. Yeah, I flew into Beijing. Uh-huh. I, uh, I had been told by a, you know, one of my many connections that I will use for you every day. Told me, they said, "Hey, Marty, Jacqueline's going to be in this airport from the hours of Again, one p.m. Yeah, I don't think he's ever called himself Jacqueline. I don't think that's right. Well, you know, this was back. I mean, this was back before he really hit big. What, I, what year was this? Uh, <laughs> let's say, oh, I don't know, seventy nine. <laughs> All right. I think I'll he, allow it. I think he was still. I think he was still part of the circus or whatever, doing trapeze. I don't really understand how that circus Is that works. But <laughs> what? What? Uh, Are you perpetuating stereotype about Chinese people that they're acrobats? Then Is that a? I don't think. I don't think that's a. That's a bad stereotype look, for like martial arts movie actors. Listen, look, that's a good point. Look it up, fellas. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's like, what I'm saying. I, do, I would do that, I've, except I don't have my phone. I feel naked without it. Hey, listen. I can get you a phone. I can get you one of those one of those e-pads or iPods. Uh, Lenovo's. You need a Lenovo? Buddy, I, <laughs> I got connections. I can get you a trunk full of Lenovo's. Uh, is this a reputable connection? Well, you know, listen. I don't think it matters. I think we sell them off. We're fine. Okay, again, I have to. Well, what doesn't the... matter if he gets you any gigs at this point. Hey, 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 if, hey, If hey. the merchandise is hot, how are we going to get rid whoa, of whoa, it? Whoa, 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 fellas, come from, on, from... come on. Let's let's not let's not send this out over the airwaves or whatever we're doing. Yeah, like <laughs> I don't know fences. Like I can't fence a trunk full of laptops. Okay, see, this is what I'm talking about. You get, you, you know, you guys are old friends from the streets. I get that. There's loyalty there, but his bad lifestyle is just going to keep you down, buddy. Well, you're the one who's bringing up these Lenovos. Hey, 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 hey. We don't need the... Listen. Are you Are you, you don't need a Lenovo, I don't get you a Lenovo. Are you seriously listening to this guy? Well, everybody deserves to, you know, have their... Whoa, 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 whoa. What about me and all this? You can't just leave me okay, here. Listen, Beardy. Why don't you go get us some crinkle-cut frozen fries? <laughs> did you say... Did you call him a... Oh, Beardy. I'm sorry? Uh, uh, nothing. I thought you called him a Biddy. He said beardy. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. It's an insult that I get quite frequently. Look, again, fellas, I'm not the wordsmith here. I just I just manage the talent. I just work with what I have. Uh-huh. You, you can't leave me here. Ugh. After I took the rap for you in high school, because we knew that you were the one that was going to go to college, to comedy college, and make something uh-huh. out of yourself. Oh, you're right. Well, I stayed here in the neighborhood and made sure that... That your mom was okay and Dan was okay while you were off at comedy college. Now you come back and now you're some big man that's just going to run off with the first agent that you find and leave me sitting here once again. Look, I did a nickel for you. We don't have to bring that up. I was look. We all it made sense at the time. We knew I wasn't going to comedy college. Uh huh. Look, I look. Well, I appreciate we did. One of us has to make it in order to be able to pull the other one up. Oh, and then so I just I just wait here for you again. Yeah. It's like we're climbing we're climbing a wall. I gotta get up that wall. You give me a boost up. And then once I get up and top, then I'm not gonna forget about grabs you. you at the top. That's right. Look, I think this guy knows what he's doing. He he hung out with Jay Z. I've been in the business. You've changed. Man. I've been in the business what? for decades. I know what I'm talking about. I've got the connections. I can get you anything you need, any venue you want. Let's do this. Any man that's worked with Jay Z for seven months clearly knows how to make a comedy career for me. I, 
you've changed. What are you, you talking about? It used to be about this. Has always been the dream. This used it used to be about the jokes. That's not true. <laughs> That's the, good point. Okay, <laughs> I stand corrected. Uh, it used to be about a misguided attempt to meet girls. <laughs> hey, you guys need you guys need girls. Listen, I can get you some high quality tang anytime you need. And then we the and then and then we sell them. See. Wait a second. What if these girls are hot? <laughs> oh, that's a good point. All right, I actually don't know what to say to that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Whatever you need. Whatever. Listen, whatever you need. Hmm. All right. oh, okay. This is getting Look, creepy and lascivious. Listen, I, here's, can, here's, listen, I can make one phone call. We can fill this cast up with more tang than you guys could ever <laughs> spin your head out. Spin our heads. <laughs> Again, I'm not the wordsmith here. I, 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 you know, I, I speak extemporaneously sometimes. Things get a little muddled. That's what happened with Jacqueline and me in the airport. All right, look. I feel like we're starting to circle around a deal here. So what say we I'll, take a little break? Listen, I'll write we'll, up some papers. We'll cook up. We'll cook up some crinkle cut fries. Which you seem to be so fond of. Hey, listen. If you guys don't want crinkle, we can do whatever you want. Curly. Regular steak. Yeah, you've listed the types of fries before. You want fries? You want tang? <laughs> whatever you need, okay? Mm, I'm fries here. and tang. I'm here for you, Max, baby. I'm here for you. Beardy, you can stick around if you need to. Hey, see? Now we're starting. This is the process of negotiation. That's, that's how you let him treat me. You know what? No. I, I don't look, know. Look. Save it. We're going to take a break. We're going to go get those fries. And then we'll come back. We'll finish this up. All right? Fine. All right. At least I get We'll fries. be right back on How Could This Show Be Bad. Ugh. Daddy, why did you eat my fries? I bought them and they were mine. But you ate them. Yeah, you ate my fries. And I cried, but you didn't see me cry. Daddy, do you even... All right, uh, I think you'll find everything here is uh, like we talked about. If you just want to, uh, you know, let's, let's get in business, baby. This is All bullshit. Right. This guy knows nothing about the entertainment business. <sighs> Steven, you're embarrassing me. We've already, we've already cheersed with French fries. We're at the final stage of this negotiation. I'm just going to sign this piece of paper. This is, no, this is bullshit. If he knows so much about the entertainment business, he could prove it. What now? I don't know what you're talking Listen, about. Listen, guys, Look, I've been working for decades. We, I, I don't care about what either of you guys are saying. I'm just going to take this pen that I have right here. That's right. I'm going to put it down uh, to the stop. line. Yeah. No. I told you to Will Smith sequels. What now? What? If he knows so much about the entertainment business, he can prove it by besting me in a match of Will Smith sequels. Or a game. Or a round. Depending upon what noun we're using for it. <laughs> hmm. That does sound like a pretty good way. And what? it also appeals to my love of, you know, uh, like folklore style tricksterism. Damn straight. He doesn't know, he doesn't know anything about entertainment or comedy. That shit comes from the streets where I'm from. Look, Look at him in his suit. He didn't take the rap for you in high school so you could go to comedy <laughs> college. He doesn't know what's hot on the streets. Listen, Booby, I will take raps for you anytime you need. Look, okay. It, Steven, Steven brings up a pretty good point. Like, 
I know, you know. Oh, your name is I, Steven? Like, I went to comedy <laughs> yes. college. Oh, hey, Marty Jiggerman. Nice to meet you. I hate you, Marty Jiggerman. I know, Jeez, right. I know that I need this agent thing, but. Absolutely. You can take the comedy, you can take the comedian out of the comedy streets, but you can't take the comedy streets out of the comedian. Let's have a good old-fashioned Will Smith sequels <laughs> pickup game to determine my future. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Will, yeah, Will Smith. Uh-huh. Actor type. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, sure. I represented him for a good uh, 14, 15 days. Did you did Back you try in... and make him be a giant black baby? Oh, no, he wasn't right for that at all. What? Really? He didn't go he just into the didn't, you know, He didn't fit the type. I sat over his, his shot and smile time. It's just like, mm, no, they passed. But... <laughs> No, this guy doesn't have any charisma. He'll never go anywhere. But let me tell you, the amount of oat cereal commercials that that young boy could have done if he had stuck with me, he was perfect. He could have been the face of Oat Bites, Oat Crisp. <laughs> All right, you're stalling now. Let's get to the <laughs> yeah. game. Okay, what? so what's going on? We're playing like uh, some kind of this is like match game or I something? I have in this manila envelope here. Sure, yeah. That sounds very much <laughs> like, like the, the contract. contract. Well, they're about the same size, so <laughs> yeah. I guess I understand that. I have in here piece slips of paper with every role Will Smith has ever played that we haven't already used in other rounds of this game. We've and been doing this for a while. We have. Sure, sure. This, this is what's hot on the streets, Marty. I'm going to need right. you each to pick out. Do we need to flip for who gets first pick? I don't think it matters. I, I will concede. I will allow him, since he is playing the road game here, you know, in the stadium of the streets, uh-huh. to choose first. <laughs> it, how, does, how, would, how would the stadium of the streets talk? <laughs> With a pretty thick cocktail accent and kind of slow. Okay. Now, I need you. I get it. Uh-huh. I need you. <laughs> To pick a slip of paper out of here. Don't look at it. Okay, all right. Hey, I've, I've, listen, I've had to do some pretty crazy things to get a client. So I am, I, this isn't my first rodeo, boys, okay? Not a rodeo. Oh, well, I, I, I did once have to yeah. participate in a rodeo to in get a streets. client. <laughs> all right, I'm not looking at the piece of paper. I'm handing it back to you, Booby. Okay. Max, Maxie Baby. Not my name. Steve. Streets know your name. Drop it. <laughs> drop it. Drop it. What? You, oh. you want me to drop the paper? This is how you think you are achieving a marginal advantage? Is that not? Is that not? You don't dis- come into my turf and think my my comedy streets right, turf. Hey, listen, it's just a little friendly competition, a little trash talk, right, boys? Okay, here we go. Trash talk is allowed. Icy now, stare. I'm going to read the role that Will Smith played. Okay, and the name of the movie. And you have to pitch the sequel to this movie. Sure. Not now, a problem. We've, See, we... now he may be a pro at this. This uh, may be what he does for a living. But I'm from the streets. <laughs> Listen, Max, uh-huh. I could I have pitched... The comedy streets. The comedy streets, I have streets, pitched yeah. sequels. I have pitched sequels to diaper commercials. I have pitched sequels to diaper films. I have pitched sequels to oat cereal-sponsored TV miniseries. I can do this. I can make you proud. All right. Is, so is he going first? Uh, the, uh, I don't know. Didn't you concede? I think it's your choice. Like you can go second if you want. Yeah, you won the toss essentially through concession. Oh, do you want to go first or last? 
I will go. Hey, let's save the best for last. Am I right, Maxie? Huh? No, it ain't. All right. So I I guess he's implying that you should go first, Steven. I, I guess. All right. Drop it. Drop it. <laughs> how Who are you, you talking get, to? How do you get an advantage based on him dropping the tiny slip of paper? Look, fellas, fellas, I may not completely understand the mechanics of this game. <laughs> okay. Steven, your Will Smith movie is 1998's Enemy of the State, in which Will Smith played the character Robert Clayton Dean. Can you Do use you it? Re- can you use it in a sentence? What Robert Clayton Dean? I don't know. I think I just said a sentence with both of those things. Yeah, let's. Uh, do let's, you want? Do you want the IMDb summary? I am familiar with the film, uh-huh. but let's go to the IMDb summary anyways. For for the audience at home and for our guest playing on the road. Hey, listen, I've literally I've, the road because this is the streets. <laughs> okay. Calculated. Drop it. Drop the computer. It's not going to help. Okay, tagline. It's not paranoia if they're really after you. Ooh, that's good. That's real good. Point deducted from... Can never remember your name. Marty Jiggerman. See, and you were going to and you were going to sign away 50% of the hey, listen, we can 50% talk about, of the free whoa, pizza listen. that you get for hosting open mics. We to can this talk gentleman? about numbers later. We can talk about my name later. You can call me whatever whatever you want. Uh, uh, okay. Um, I'm going to call you jerk. Bring That's it, right. Bring Plot summary. A lawyer becomes a target by a corrupt politician and his NSA goons when he accidentally receives key evidence to a serious politically motivated crime. That, that's Will it. Smith is Robert Clayton Dean, Gene Hackman as Edward Lyle, John Voight as Thomas Bryan Reynolds. Oh, Johnny! The corrupt politician. I think I believe that Jack Black also like wet himself or something like that in the in the movie or maybe I don't think he, he wet like, himself he was just one of the nsa goons the one of the tech kids yeah oh yeah i'm thinking of the jackal i think he was uncredited was he uncredited <laughs> that's so, fascinating so if that helps you just that helps your pitch that he was uncredited <laughs> well you see he's already subconsciously made a choice he's given me a marginal advantage <laughs> suck it marty all right, so what is your Will Smith sequel? Drop it, drop it. <laughs> How, what am I going to drop? I what? Hey, listen, I I I'm an old man. I'm just talking to myself. <laughs> Don't pay any attention to me. I think he's trying to curse you. I uh, <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> If I get thinner and thinner over the course of this pitch, well, you know who to blame for it. Look, I feel fellas, like that would be a, that would be if he said. Listen, thinner. fellas, only magic I'm going to work is for your career, Mister Lindstein. <laughs> okay, he Zip does it, remain on point. Zip it, old man. You could be on message all you want. You can't compete with the knowledge that I've learned <laughs> on the streets. Oh, again, with <laughs> just the bring streets. the sequel. Let's do this. Enemy of the state two, enemy of the state. Er. <laughs> I like what I'm hearing so far. Enemy of the State wraps up uh, with Will Smith obviously becoming victorious over NSA goons, uh, including the brilliant but uncredited Jack Black. 
Um, as uh, uh, as as the film wraps up, we we immediately launch into with no uh with no breaking the time. Uh, enemy of the state too. Enemy of the stater. Wait, are you saying that when you release Enemy of the Stater, you're going part of the movie is going to be the first movie? No, like you're just gonna you're just gonna re-release no, 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 the no. first movie the f- with the sequel the latched first, onto the end of it. The first scene of the first scene of Enemy of the Stater, Enemy of the State Two, Enemy of the Stater, uh. um, is the 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 end of the last scene of Enemy of the State. Okay. We launch in. So we lose no time. We lose zero time. There, no time has elapsed. We launch into Will, like, to Will Smith sort of regaling in his victory over the state and going back to his normal life, which may or may not be how <laughs> Enemy of the State ended. Uh-huh. Uh, as Will Smith goes back to his normal life, he realizes that he's not yet free from the, from the net that ensnared him of the NSA goons uh-huh. uh, and is, in fact, fallen prey to fallen prey to an even larger conspiracy. Oh, no. Not within the United States government, but within a one-world government run by the Knights Templar and the <laughs> Louvre. Oh, my gosh. Now, the Knights Templar and the Louvre have conspired not to hide a small microchip, I believe it was, because <laughs> I believe that Enemy of the State was released before flash drives exist existed. <laughs> right. They have decided to hide the secrets of a global governmental conspiracy, including proof that a one-world government exists, on Will Smith and in his possessions. Not in microchip form, but in slightly out-of-place objects and classic paintings that he have reproductions of in his house form. <laughs> Where did he get, why, did, why does he have all of these paintings? He's an art collector, just... Oh, coincidentally, he just, he just coincidentally had this other conspiracy brewing. Yes, but he realizes this uh-huh. when, when glowing numbers start to jump off of these paintings. As he's still in, figuratively, uh, he's still in conspiracy mode, having unraveled the previous conspiracy and returned to his original life. Uh-huh. When all of a sudden, an albino Jack Black ninjas up behind him. <laughs> Wait, is. Now, is this the same? Is this the NSA goon who has now become an albino due to some sort of government twin brother ripped from him at birth and and uh, pushed into an NSA lifelong assassin program? Ah, like Boo Radley. <laughs> Again, you might be out of touch, old man. <laughs> when NSA goon Jack Black, albino Jack Black, ninjas up behind him, and Will Smith. Takes his copy of Toulouse Lautrec's finest work, whose name that I cannot remember, uh-huh. uh, and and smashes it over the head of Albino Jack Black, who turns to dust in a pile of flames on the floor. Also, they're vampires. <laughs> All right, we're covering a lot of uh, a lot of good. Uh, we're good covering a lot of good points. Will Smith realizes that he now must uh, whatever three name. Uh, political assassin name the character had realizes that he must now go on the run to avoid not the NSA and the entire weight and power of the United States government, uh-huh. but the entire weight and power of a one world government run by the Knights Templar, the Louvre, and vampires. And vampires, yes, <laughs> vampires. So, in order to ensnare the net ever closer around Will Smith, does that phrase make sense? Yeah, yeah, it probably does. <laughs> They force 
They force Will Smith to participate in a sort of uh, fight-to-the-death type competition with other starving people from developing nations around the world. <laughs> Wait, is Will Smith a starving person from a developing nation in this no, scenario? No, no, no. That, that's why it's so crazy, right? Oh, okay. And people just cannot believe it. But they go crazy when they see, when they see the American ensnared in Knights Templar <laughs> Roman Catholic Vampire Hunger Games. Uh-huh. <laughs> To which Will Smith handily, handily wins, and we skip over it very quickly. It's like two scenes in the movie. He wins and then stands atop a heap of dead opponents, vampires and Knights Templar, uh-huh. uh, when he reveals that there is, in fact, a single one-world government and a giant conspiracy cover-up, which he was able to determine based on re- representations of, of classic paintings that existed in the fight-to-the-death arena. <laughs> And they accidentally televise it before executing him with a single shot from an unnamed gunman. As we as we pull out from Will Smith's body and the uh, the string uh, the sad string music rises and swells, we pull out and suddenly we cut away to seemingly the uh, edge of the edge of the area from which we heard the shot and just see a tight shot on the shifty eyes of the unnamed gunman, and then blackout. As we blackout, as we are fading into credits, uh-huh. you hear the unmistakable cries of Will Smith groggily coming to. Roll credits. Yeah, that's right. I set up a sequel with my sequel. <laughs> Boy, you've got the whole thing planned out. Can I ask a question? Is uh, that allowed? Yeah, yeah. You're, you're allowed to. Okay, I, this has been sticking with me, though. Okay, so uh, you're... Are your Vatican vampire? Are they killed by being assaulted with fine art reproductions? Is that what I'm getting? No, no, no. we didn't skipped he, over. Didn't that. he smack a pale boy <laughs> with a painting and he exploded or something? Well, there happened to be. He was a vampire ninja, and there happened to be a cross in the painting. It was coincidental. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, yeah. Good, good catch there. Isn't that the kind of detail you need for the audience to understand <laughs> that there's a cross in the painting, and that's why the? Well, look, I didn't shoot the movie. I want to leave something up to the director. It's up to the director to exhibit that that cross is there. I guess that's a, a fair point. Look, I'm not, I'm not, se- I'm not pitching a movie with fucking with fucking shot shot sheets and camera direction in it. Uh-huh. No director or producer is going to take on that film. <laughs> I know the business because I am from the streets. Comedy streets. Comedy streets. Yeah. Well, all right. So the- <laughs> good work, Stephen. There's nothing got- there's nothing to do in the comedy streets but sit and rap back and forth about Will Smith sequels. Oh, believe me. I haven't and, forgotten where I come from. And, oh, is that so? <laughs> we'll find out when we're done, won't we? <laughs> Boy, this is getting pretty uh pretty intense here. Yeah, all this right. is me against the world. Marty. Yes, hello. Now we're on you. Okay, I'm ready for the thing. You have received 1996's Independence Day, mm. where Will Smith played Captain Stephen Hiller. Wow, this is a this is a big name Will Smith film. Is that uh, These are blockbusters? Here. Yeah, I know. This is well. I mean, it's Will Smith. Come on. Yeah, but I mean, like, like I I think I once uh, I think I once had to summarize some sort of children's fairy tale movie that that was a ABC Family nightly movie that Will Smith played a bit part in. <laughs> is that uh, is that like a period piece? Is that 
Is he like a slave in the Revolutionary War or something? What? You didn't see Independence Day? Well, why don't you give me the thing from your computer? Maybe it'll jog my memory a little. Okay, so tagline. We've always believed we weren't alone. Oh. On July 4th, we'll wish we were. Because the, cause the British are here. No, no, no. The, the plots, the aliens are coming and their goal is to invade and destroy. Fighting superior technology, man's best weapon is the will to survive. Oh, that plot summary sucks. Will Smith? Will Smith. The Will Smith? To... Nope. You got nothing, old man. So wait, is it? Oh, this is that Jeff Goldblum movie. <laughs> With the spaceships, right? Yes. And the White House explodes or whatever. Right. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, it was, it was a pretty big movie. Yeah, sure. It's, okay, so Will Smith was... Originally, obviously, originally developed as a Jeff Goldblum vehicle. Well, I mean, <laughs> it isn't, isn't every movie. I mean, boys, let me no. tell you, I've oh, been in no, the industry I mean... a long time. Most movies that get made, at some point somebody says, is Jeff available? And the answer is usually no, he's pretty busy. And that's where you get all these other actors. Fine enough actors, certainly. But um, everybody just everybody just calls him by his first name and they know who, who they're well, talking he's about. A, you know, he's a friend to everybody. You know who it sucks the, for? That Jeff town. Bridges. Yeah, poor Jeff Bridges. Oh, he gets a lot of disappointing phone calls, let me tell you. <laughs> I've had to make some of those calls. All right, let's go. So Sequel. He's, he's the captain. Yes. Is he like he's, the captain of the spaceship? No, he he's Look, in the Air him. Force. You don't need to help him. You read him the plot summary. <laughs> <laughs> All right, is that how this works? Listen, this I is a know. this is a you know, you and I we give we give and take. That's how this relationship works, right? We're professionals. I'm sorry. The the laws of the laws of, of the streets this is of the comedy streets. Will Smith sequels pickup game. All right, I'll take. Are set in stone. That's right. right, street justice, motherfucker. I guess I'll take your word for. Okay, so let me see. I think if I remember at the end, uh, Jeff Goldblum and some other guy, they blow up the spaceship, and then Goldblum gets some tag, <laughs> and we, uh, we, uh, we we walk out happy. Right? That sounds about right. Yeah, basically. Okay, uh, so, um, so the movie starts. On July 3rd, the year after. We get a one year later. Oh, okay. Cut. Okay. July 3rd. Jeff Goldblum wakes up. <laughs> it's the same, the same thing that he had before. Maybe a couple other ladies, you know, because he's, he's a big shot now. He blew up that spaceship. Everybody's like, oh, it's, there's that guy that blew up the spaceship. Wow. He's allowed to be a polygamist. He blew up a spaceship. Oh, absolutely. I mean,. So laws, okay. So I we, think that's actually that is actually the entire plot of the Book of Mormon as well. <laughs> we learned that. Hey, listen, guys, I don't want to get into that political stuff. We, more religious stuff, but anyway, keep going with your sequel. Okay, so Jeff Goldblum he wakes up, his ladies are around. He's uh, you know you figure out he's the he's just the big shot in the world. He blew up the aliens. He's the guy that blew up the aliens. He's the <laughs> one guy that blew up these aliens, right? <laughs> You remember there was another guy. You you mentioned that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I'll, I'll get there. Okay. Okay. So I don't know if that guy's still around, so maybe we'll throw this <laughs> Willie Smith in there, you know. Uh, this is boding well for me at this point. <laughs> okay, so, so the I other... I feel like I'm about to break my losing streak. Hey, Beardy, <laughs> you had your time, okay? <laughs> that you is give fair. Me a you had your time. Can you give me... Just cram you some told more... Him, you told him that comments were allowed. Listen, cram some more crinkle cuts in your beard mouth and let me talk. Oh! Ah, do I get points for that? Yeah, actually, yes. All right. Okay, so Jeff Goldblum wakes up. Hey, he's the best guy in the world. Everybody loves the aliens. We blew him up. 
He gets a knock on the door. Did you say everyone loves the aliens? Did I speak? <laughs> Again, I'm not the wordsmith here. <laughs> okay, so there's a knock on the door, uh-huh. right? He opens the door. He's like, hey, other guy, I remember you. And, you know, we'll throw this Willie Smith in there. I mean, it sounds like the kids are into him. It'll uh, probably pick up some uh, opening day numbers, right, to have this Will Smith in there. But, sure. Right? I mean, I haven't been following him since he since he dropped me as his uh, manager back in 91. <laughs> the week the week of December 20th, 1991 uh, to December 28th, 1991. Uh-huh. It was, you know, we had a few disagreements about where the direction his career should go. One of those days was Christmas. You didn't even work for it for a whole week. <laughs> hey, some of us don't celebrate Christmas, okay, Beardy? <laughs> Are you saying Will Smith doesn't celebrate Christmas? Well, that was, that was one of the arguments we had. I was like, Will, we got to get your name out there. And he was saying, like... He said, Marty, it's Christmas. I gotta, I'm going to spend time with my family. And I was like, do you want to make it in this business or do you want to be a bum? And then, we, you know, we had some words, very similar to the words I had with Jacqueline. And uh, it's been... Uh, Jacqueline Chan. Jacqueline Chan, yes. <laughs> Star of Operation Condor, Jacqueline Chan. Uh-huh. Certainly. Um, Get to the point. Okay, so the other guy's like, hey, Jeff, we, we, need, your, we need your skills, buddy. The aliens, they're back, <laughs> right? So uh-huh. Jeff Goldblum and other guy are driving to the 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 jet rocket house or whatever they use to blow up those aliens. <laughs> what? Right? Okay. So then, but then an alien comes in, and he's like, he's like, ah, the there you are, Jeff Goldblum. We knew you were still here. <laughs> Wait, is Jeff Goldblum playing himself in this movie? <laughs> is that not what he did in Independence Day? I I don't believe so. I think he's wrong. I I think he did not, in fact, play Jeff Goldblum. Could have fooled me. Well, okay. So whatever. I, mean, I guess he's kind of always playing Jeff yeah, Goldblum. Yeah, that's true. All right. So Burn maybe Jeff Goldblum. So maybe we'll have like a we'll have a card at the beginning, like, hey, after he came back and everybody loved him, he decided, what the hell? I'm going to change my name to Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just throw that into the top. Okay. So Jeff Goldblum and the other guy that drive into the space plane, and the aliens come down like Jeff Goldblum. We heard of your legend, and we know that you're the chosen person who kills us so we are gonna kill you before you can get in your space plane right uh-huh. so they he he shoots his alien ray gun right but then the other guy you know because everybody loves jeff after blowing up that spaceship the other guy jumps in front of him oh and he takes the laser in the face and jeff goldblum holds him cradles him like a giant black baby <laughs> so, and you know, because we'll get the smile time tie-in of course i mean this is big money here sure sure i thought he wasn't right for smile time Pardon me? You said he wasn't right for Smile oh, Time. That's true. Oh, Willie Smith? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you know, we'll have we'll have Jeff Goldblum say like, you know, like, oh, if, 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 I don't know. He'll say something about the comp- the competitive diaper and it'll, you know, they'll be fine. I I I know these I've known these guys a long time. I'll work it <laughs> out. Okay. So he's holding the other guy and the other guy's like, "Jeff. Jeff, you have to stop the aliens." And then, you know, we have a great uh action set piece with Jeff Goldblum he, you know, maybe he names the space plane after the other guy. You know, pay, there's a scene where he's painting it on you know, there, crying. We could, we could probably stop this right here since he's killed off Will Smith's character. <laughs> and therefore, anything that comes after this is not a Will hey, Smith listen, sequel. I'm, listen, he's in the movie, right? That, that Those are the rules. Right. I mean, could we bring, like, Will Smith back in, like, a ghost role? Like, okay, sure. Yeah, how about, all right, thing? how about Jeff Goldblum? He gets up there. He's like, oh, hey, this spaceship's even bigger than the last one. I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> and then the other guy, you know, he kind of, he's got one of those floating head things next to him. And he's like, Jeff Goldblum. Uh-huh. 
I am from heaven. And <laughs> God said... So you don't celebrate Christmas, but you're all about heaven. Well, you know, you got to appeal to the masses, right? That's fair. He's I'm from heaven and the good Christian American God, you see? See what I'm doing there? He says that you can Touché. do this. You can do this, and I'll be there with you. So then, you know, we'll give the other guy a few more minutes, and so you guys seem to be all about him. So his ghost head will be sitting there the whole time, right? <laughs> okay, so then the aliens send out, a, they send out a ghost. And then the, <laughs> the ghost is like, Jeff Goldblum, we are the ghosts of the first aliens you killed, <laughs> and we are going to stop you from killing our other friends, right? But then he shoots his ghost gun. But since it's a ghost gun, it only works on ghosts. So uh-huh. then the other guy, you know, kind of instinctually jumps in front of Jeff Goldblum and he gets <laughs> shot in the face again. Again. You're killing Will Smith <laughs> off twice? Listen, guys, this is drama. This is a high drama piece here. <laughs> this will have ladies bawling in the chairs. So this... so Jeff Goldblum's cl- cradling the ghost head uh-huh. like a baby. Like a nice black baby. Uh-huh. God, I'm even tearing up a little about this. Uh, okay, and the ghost, the ghost head's like, Jeff, don't cry for me. Just stop the aliens. And Jeff Goldblum says, I will, other guy. I will. And then he, I don't know, he puts him in a, he wraps him up in a smile time diaper. Huh? Uh-huh. And sets him down next to him on the chair. And he's like, I'm doing this for you, other guy's ghost head. And then he blows up the spaceship with his space plane. And he goes down back to Earth. And you know, there's this. He probably kisses some girl, and you know, it's it's implied. Probably lots of girls. It's implied. It's implied that there's, yeah, he's, he's going to get a lot of tang that night. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Roll credits. This oh, Jeff and then there's a. I should. I, then there's a card at the end. It's like, oh, Jeff Goldblum decided uh, in honor of the other guy, he'll change his name to Willie Smith. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this movie. There you go. Will Smith sequels. Do you think we could? Like, as a tie-in, convince Jeff Goldblum to legally change his name to Will Smith? Well, uh, do you have that kind of pull? Listen, I tried to get Jeff to change his name several times, and he, uh, he's, he's, pretty, he's pretty adamant about it. How long did you work with Jeff Goldblum? Oh, about 12 hours. <laughs> you know, we had lunch, and... Uh, you tried to convince him to change his name. Well, you know, he was caught. I think part of it, he was mad because I was so. F- I was, you know, this was in the midst of the Jacqueline situation, so I was constantly. So like nineteen seventy, constantly, you know, <laughs> making phone calls and leaving the table. Uh huh. It was. Uh, I mean, I, you know, it was. I was rude. Well, you know, I was. It's a rude way to treat the See? like. We would never treat anyone listen, like that listen, on the streets. Buddy. Is it Jeff Goldblum? You, according to you, Jeff Goldblum is the most important figure in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, well, but, yeah, but fellas, this is 1979. Jacqueline <laughs> Chan is he's, he's a hot ticket. Enough of this. Are you demanding a ruling right <laughs> I now? I'm demanding a ruling. <laughs> All right. Well, drop it. Drop. drop. <laughs> what is he gonna drop, Marty? <laughs> Drop curses are not allowed. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Whatever. In Comedy Streets, Will Smith sequels pickup games. <laughs> with, the the rules of which are, are we... written in stone. The streets. The st- like, All right. Street stones. So are we done here? Or do we... So. Who Steven, gets her soul? Steven. Which one your, of us gets her soul? Your pitch was excellent. You, you, a lot of points for tying in like uh, every, pretty much every uh trending or long since done trending uh, like popular movie like, thing like in the last like decade movie. or so. Yeah, you know it. All in one movie. 
Excellent job. Uh, go big or go home. I have big to deduct some points for entirely ignoring the ability to, for entirely ignoring Gene Hackman's character. Gave him nothing to do. Didn't he die? Uh, hey, I, you can have ghost heads, am I right? Yeah, see? Well, look, I'm not going to re- disrespect Gene Hackman by killing him and then killing him look, again. We have we have places to go. Okay. Marty? Yes, sir. Max, let's do this. Not my name. Uh, we, like, I, I I don't remember what I deducted points from you, but I remember that eh, I did it's early on. under the bridge, right? He killed off Will Smith, like, a no, quarter of the way it. into it, his pitch. I, I had to deduct points from him for something before he even started, but I can't remember what it was. But I did deduct those points. You got them back hey. for something else that I also See, don't remember. That's the kind of wheeling and dealing I can do for you. I can get points, tang, gold, pretzels. <laughs> Rolled gold pretzels? Hey, whatever you need. Rolled gold. This is bullshit. Hey, look, look, look. Okay, so some other pretzel brands. Like I like, I like the Gold Bloom pushing. I like. Hey, who doesn't? Am I right? I like the use of Will Smith and Will Smith's ghost. But you know, it's it was a really close game there. Yeah. If you'd have been able to get. Jeff Goldblum to change his name legally in real life to Will Smith. Hey, come as on. Tie-in, this was years you ago. Would've, it would have pushed you over the edge, I'm but the I'm new afraid. Man now, if I'm at Goldblum I'm afraid now. I have to give it to Steven. Steven won this battle. Oh, oh snap. Oh, you, come on, Max. If I met Goldblum now, I could get him to change his name like that. <laughs> Look. One pretzel. Not, not one out here. pretzel he changed his name. Not out here. In the streets. Uh, Look, Marty. I'm sorry, but I am bound by street comedy Maxie. streets law, Maxi baby, come on! To have to refuse your services for at least a twenty-four hour period, I'm sorry, I can't. Wait, what? I can't <laughs> sign this contract. All right, you know, fair enough. Today. Sleep on it. I get it. Sleep what? on it. That's fine. <laughs> um, you son of a bitch! <laughs> all right. Well, listen. Uh, here's my card. Give me a call anytime. You know, if you need a little tang, some Lenovos. <laughs> And uh, listen. Do you just have a constant supply of Lenovo's? I know a guy, okay? All right. I know a guy. Well, I'll like... Wink. Huh? Huh? Uh, wink. Yeah. Wink. Lenovo's. All right. Well, all right. I'll 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 keep this card on file. Yeah. All right. Listen, I will take this contract. Uh-huh. I will put it in my briefcase. Okay. I will come back tomorrow. <laughs> okay, great. Maybe you can get your friend to go do something else for a while because he's clearly a bad influence on you. You son yeah, of you a know, bitch. We'll what yeah. And then, uh, you know, well, listen, uh, it's, it was a great, great. I had a great time on your weird cast thing. Well, great. It was it was great having you on. Um, yeah, I'll uh, I'll give you a call. Hey. 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 Maybe we, uh, maybe we, sh- maybe we share some crinkle cuts. I think we're starting something here, Maxie. Fuck you. I think it's a we're starting thing. something. It's a Fuck beautiful you both. thing. Beardy, enjoy the streets. <laughs> <laughs> what a nice guy. Fuck you. What? Dude, he's giving you a little jibe there. He's a good guy. All right, we You're dead to me. Hey guys, what's going on? Oh, hey Dan. Hey, you came back just in time. We have to, uh, we have to wrap things up and. Uh... Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Listen, I wanted to apologize for getting so grumpy about that visor talk. It was pretty good. I thought so. Yeah. You, you clearly, you were missing some sleep. I can see, I can see you got the bags under your eyes. Like you're, you're, you're feeling it. Like, well, you, you don't look well. You, you know, look very tired. Yeah, you know, I was trying that visor stuff out. And I think that's why I was so grumpy, you know. Sure. I can't. I tried it. It's like sleep. What's wrong with Steven? Uh, don't pay any attention to him. He's just... Uh, you eat a horse cock. 
Hey, 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 hey. Why are we, why are we talking like we're back on the he, streets? This he is- sold me out. <laughs> what? To, to just let him, let him be. He's All going right. through, he's going through his uh, comedy streets time of the month. Sure. Oh, never- right. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. All right. Look. Streets are tough. <laughs> listeners. Look, you listeners can email us. Dan, Dan what's, the, what's the email address again? Uh, howbadcast at gmail.com. Eat a dick. What would you guys have done well, if I hadn't come back? I I don't know. I guess we just have to not mention the the Maybe you address. just have to sell out your best friend. Uh, In fairness, okay. like I'm pretty sure that they couldn't understand the email address just then. Like without the echo, I don't know, what? I don't know what happens. Oh yeah, for clarification. Can I give that one more shot? Yeah. Howbadcast at gmail dot com. Howbadcast at eataddick dot com. Oh That's, boy. That, that, that address does, will not work. Apologies to whoever, the webmaster <laughs> at eataddick.com <laughs> if they get any weird emails. Right. Uh, listen, you guys, you can like us on Facebook. Ooh. Facebook.com slash howbadcast. Uh, you can follow Stephen. Let him know that, you know, you appreciate his uh, street smarts attitude yeah. and his uh, go getter lifestyle. You fuck a beehive. At, at How, bad, how cast. bad Cast on Twitter. You can uh, follow me at Mike S. Linden. More you like Mike Dan. Jerk Linden. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. Well, yeah, but that's Classic not... comedy streets humor. <laughs> like, that would have been what I was called, but, like, I wanted to shorten the name sure. down as sure, much sure, as possible. Sure. You can follow Dan at Dan underscore Linden. Yeah. Uh, I have nothing to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if you want to see me... Live and maybe run into Marty Jigaman. Uh, oh, Marty Jigaman! I worked with him for a while. Oh yeah, how long? Uh, about fourteen hours. <laughs> uh, you can uh, you come to Galactic Pizza on Lindale Avenue in Uptown Minneapolis. More like jerk like where pizza. I host the comedy open mic every Thursday at ten o'clock. Sign up starts at nine thirty. Experience the comedy streets for yourself. Exactly. That shit ain't from the streets. You turned your back on the streets a long time ago. <laughs> Eight minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Like the Galactic, like it's gotten a lot fancier. They did some weird like renovations, and now it looks like a real restaurant, not not one of those streets I even, restaurants. I wouldn't that even I recognize. Used to do. I wouldn't even recognize the place because real recognize real. And nothing else, apparently. Apparently, that is mutually exclusive. (laughs) Real and other things, for the purpose of that phrase, are mutually exclusive. I should know. I'm from the streets. Comedy streets. Comedy streets, yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, Dan, uh, how did your your, uh, podcast experience go? Today? Well, yeah, what were you up to? Oh, I was just, you know, just hanging out, eating beans. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> yeah? yeah? Beans? I didn't, you know, like, I didn't, you know, the advisor talk. I just, I wasn't feeling it. Yeah. But now I now I feel like I probably missed out on a good 45 minutes of advisor talk, I assume. You are you are known for, like, your, just like, uh, it, it, sort of like uh, angry dancing uh, in Footloose. Uh-huh. When, you, when you get upset, I you got, go yeah, off yeah. to an abandoned warehouse yeah, I, I, and you eat beans. Yes. I bring a I bring a couple cans of beans. Uh-huh. Find an old warehouse, turn on some uh, some aggressive, highly sexually charged <laughs> '80s pop music, uh-huh. and I just eat those beans. Eat those beans, listeners. <laughs> eat those beans. On how could this ah. show be bad? 
Just never, 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 never.